When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The great hoodoo gurus, that's my team. And the link to this segment is the Profits Guru. And uh, you can get all this information on beforeyoubet.com.au. Beforeyoubet.com.au. Good evening, Guru. How are you? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Chris, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for staying up so late, Guru. I, I do appreciate it. And you've been uh, a friend of the show right throughout the season. And uh, we've got one game to go, just the three sleeps um, remaining. Uh, the bookies have the Penny Panthers uh, as the favourites to win this one. Um, it's it's going to be very close, I think. And everyone talks to you know, defence winning big games. And that has been the cornerstone of this Penrith team, hasn't it? For not just this year, but last year, defence. Yeah, defence has been a key for the Panthers. They've got the best uh, defensive record across the competition. And that's probably why they've ended up in the position they were, especially against the Storm last week. So when push came to shove, they relied on that. It wasn't the, the Storm's best games by any means. But I, I guess if your default defence is quite strong, it's going to work well for you. And in the end, they've only actually conceded... Um, probably the best out of all teams in the finals. So far better mm. than South. And a lot of that contributed to the to the late tries the Seagulls scored last week, but it's an impressive stat nonetheless. Mm. Now, the, uh, you know, the, the, the form line is a lot about effort and, and how much petrol is, is in the tank. So, you know, we've been asking the question all week, you know, are Penrith running on empty? Um, three really difficult games back to back to back. Has it sapped all of their energy or will they be able to get up again? And I guess we won't know until Sunday. South Sydney, though, they're fresh. Um, they had that you know, week one win over Penrith um, and then a, you know, a week off, obviously, and a, and a pretty soft win or, or a comfortable win over, over Manly. Um, what are your thoughts on that? People tell me, you know, but it's, a, it's a young side, Chris, this Penrith Panthers team. It's a young side, so they can probably handle the rigours of back-to-back games better than most. Yeah, it's a bit of an unknown. There were times in the Storm game where they looked gassed early on in the first half, and mm. that could have been just the daytime humid conditions which contributed to it. Interesting that uh, teams playing in all three weeks prior to the grand final only have a 25% win record in the decider. So they've played in four deciders since 2012, and only the 2015 Cowboys have won the competition from that situation. So it does uh-huh. kind of work against the Panthers, um, but it certainly is, as you said, it's a young team, and I guess guess the 2015 Cowboys needed that um, brilliance of Jonathan Thurston to get him over the line and Matt Morgan at his peak. So mm. perhaps the Panthers have that. Because where, where did they storm from? Um, they were about seventh, weren't they, the Cowboys? 
on that no, run? No, they, they actually finished uh, they, they finished third that year. Third. The year they won it. Right yeah, on. 2017 was when they finished eighth and they, they lost to the Storm. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, okay. Um, on the upside, for the plus side for Penrith, prior to that week one 16 points to 10 defeat to uh, South Sydney, they had won five games on the bounce against the Bunnies. Yeah, and it's quite interesting. It's still five of the past six that the Panthers have won. So it does kind of there is something there. If you go back to the first week, a lot of the a lot of the positive thoughts were around Penrith, and and that immediately changed after that result. Now I think there's been a lot to like about the Rabbitohs since then, mm. um, and there's been a lot to like about the Panthers as well. Yes, they haven't been scoring as many tries as we've come to expect throughout the year, but the old adage is attack wins games, defence wins competition. So perhaps they're waiting on that, and if we know anything. From, from this Panthers team, they certainly can can score points when required. Mm. I'm just looking at some of these stats I've got in front of me too, Guru, which you, you've obviously got as well and have um, digested. Um, South Sydney have won 11 of their past uh, 14 grand finals, including their last three on the bounce. Gee, that scares me if I'm a Penrith fan. <laughs> yeah, look, it's an ominous sign. But I guess the thing working in the favour of, of the Panthers is that they're the highest-ranked team. Mm. So the high-ranked team on the competition ladder at the conclusion of the, the regular season has won five of the past nine grand finals. And when the lower team has won, and this kind of swings it back into South's favour, three out of the four times they were separated just by one position on the ladder. And these teams are second and third going into into the finals. And lo and behold, they meet the grand final. Mm. Panthers have made more run meters and more tackle breaks per game in 2021 uh, than any other team in the competition. Well, that doesn't really surprise me, and, and you know that's why they were up up the top or near the top um, all the way through. Um, are you are you thinking it's going to be a low scoring game or a high scoring game? No, I think it's going to be a low scoring game, and, and if you look back at the past nine grand finals, six of them have been decided by a 1-12 to 12 margin. Mm. Now, of the other three, two of those games, which were 13-plus, featured teams which were outside of the eight come the decider, and that was the seventh-place Bulldogs in 2014 and then the eighth-place Cowboys in 2017. And the only the only other um, anomaly there was Melbourne in 2018. So that, that's an interesting point. Now, the average margin of victory, regardless of the winner, between the Rabbitohs and the Panthers in the past 10 matches is actually a 11.3 points, while the grand final average since 2012 was 11.1. So the reason I go back to 2012 and not beyond that is because that's when the the, um, the final system changed. So 1v4, 2v3 in the first week. Mm. I see on uh, beforeyoubet.com.au, um, you're saying there's some similarities there between 2013 and 2015? Yeah, so both of these years saw teams play in the grand final after facing one another in week one of the finals. So in 2013, the Roosters defeated the Seagulls 4-0 in week one, and then 26-18 in the grand final. In 2015, the Broncos, who were actually second, defeated the Cowboys 16-12 in week one, but lost the grand final 17-16. So it's interesting to see that that's a 50-50 split there, but as we can see, that both games were close in the first encounter, and then were close again in the grand final. So that probably supports the margin um, being tight as well. Mm. All right. And now what about this other stat that we've been hearing so much about all year um, when Souths had 50 points put on them by, um, I think it might have been Melbourne. Uh, then we said, well, r- rule a red line through their premiership chances because no one's ever done that before. And then it happened again against Penrith. 
Uh, I think they put 56 points on them. What do you make of those those stats? Are they are they there to be broken? Yeah, I think they are. I think the Rabbitohs um, are benefiting more of the rules, and that probably would have been a that that stat would have had more weight in previous years. But with the rule changes under the current format, I think it can be null and void. And I think that uh, that's as you said, that's a rule, it's a stat which can be broken. Mm. Uh, Wayne Bennett doesn't like to uh, join the conversation too much when we we talk about you know stats and all that sort of stuff. He just sort of bats them away. There's another one too, isn't there? Um, I'm just trying to work this one. So um, Ivan Cleary, he's coached I think 370 games, and I think he's the on second of uh, coaches with the most games to have never won a premiership. Um, and you just wonder if if they were to lose this one, um, well they could bounce back again next year, but. I guess that's a, a stat he doesn't care too much about either. Yeah, I, I think the Panthers, look, if it didn't go to plan for them and they lost on Sunday, I think they're a young enough team to bounce mm. back from that. He's second to Brian Smith. And I, I think, as you said, you know, statistics only mean so much. And I think Ivan Cleary appears to be a tactically smart enough coach to overcome that in the long run. But I guess that's not an issue we have to discuss until full time on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. Well, Guru, um, I was going to ask you last week and we didn't. We held it off until tonight. Uh, I would like a prediction from you on the result of the game. In fact, I'd like a scoreline from you. And if you'd be so kind to look into your uh, your crystal ball, Guru, and give me the Clive Churchill as well for our listeners. Look, I've got my suggested bet on beforeyoubet.com.au is the Rabbitohs plus three and a half or either team to win by less than six and a half points. So there's a couple of value options there. In terms of the scoreline, I think it's either going to be 16-14 or 14-12 in in favour of uh, of the Rabbitohs. I think I'm placing a lot of weight on the fact that uh, the fatigue levels of the Panthers may influence their performance late in that match. And look, as for a first, uh, uh, sorry, a Clive Churchill medal winner, well, since 2012, seven of the Man of the Match awards have either played fullback, 5'8", or halfback. And the two players to receive that award uh, were actually out of the back row. So nice. if the Panthers to win, I like Nathan Cleary at 350 The value option there is Isaiah Yo at $13. For the Rabbitohs, the favourite, Cody Walker at 7 750 and the value, Cameron Murray at $11. So I'm sticking true to that format there, and hopefully uh, the punters can, can pick apart that. Mm. And uh, I saw a red, or actually the mad Russian in here pointed out to me, never has a winger won the Clive Churchill. Can you believe that? Never. <laughs> well, the, the, the wingers, they might not win the Clive Churchill, but they've actually scored uh, five of the past nine first tries in the match. So they, they get their fair share of spoils, the wingers, that's for sure. Mm, they do, they do, they do. Guru, thanks, mate, for everything uh, right throughout the season. Um, I don't know, we might have a chat again on Saturday. We're, we're doing a show from four o'clock on Saturday afternoon for a couple of hours. If we, if we don't get you on there, we might get you on Sunday in our preview show as well. But thanks very much, mate, for staying up. Thanks, Chris, mate. Look forward to it, and thanks for the support throughout the year. No, all with you. Uh, there he is, the uh, the Prophets Guru, and you can read all about that. Some really good stuff on there. If you haven't checked out the website, I, I encourage you to do so. It's beforeyoubet.com.au. Steve from Padstow has been on the line. He sent a text through, uh, re um, Clive Churchill winner. He says, Reynolds will slot a 40-metre field goal, and uh, South Sydney will win it 12 points to 10. This is higher ground. It's quarter to 10.